really listen to me. What? White men can't jump. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. Monday, March 16th, I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Hey, everybody. What's up, Tassie? we got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. Hey-yo. Hey-yo. And last but not least, making the magic happen is JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. No international man of mystery today. Lily is at home holding down the fort. But we got a fun podcast in store for you. But first, let's get to the quick sort of coronavirus slash NBA update. Because the CDC issued a recommendation on Sunday that no events or gatherings should include more than 50 people for the next eight weeks. As a result, NBA owners and executives are bracing for the possibility of a mid to late June as a sort of best case scenario here for the league's return. This would obviously have quite the effect on not only this season, and these playoffs, if we ever get to them, but also then the draft, and then the start of free agency, and then summer league, and ultimately next season. So this is something that uh, you know we're gonna probably tackle later this week. Uh, you know, either with a, a standalone podcast or even when we go beach stepping. I'm, I know we're getting a lot of questions, of course, about what should the NBA do now and what can they do. We'll get to that later, right? You know, we wanted to bring you uh, a little joy here today. So get your questions in for that Beach Steppin' podcast, which we're going to get to later this week. Email them in. Questions, comments to nodunksattheathletic.com. Follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at nodunksinc. And you know we're on Facebook, at facebook.com slash nodunksinc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. But today, guys, let's put a little smile on people's faces. Today we're excited to introduce our new podcast series, Film Session. Yes, a very original, very unique idea (laughs) where a couple of bros are going to watch a movie and then talk about it. Uh, But that's what we're going to do here, Uh, you know, again, during this break in the NBA. Right now, the idea is every week, but who knows, maybe there's a great response to this and we'll kick it up a little bit. But every week, at least, we're going to watch and review a popular basketball movie. And maybe it won't be basketball in the future. I'm sure Mrs. Doubtfire will eventually get on this. <laughs> is there a scene? Is there a basketball scene in there? I don't really I don't remember. I think so. You can see her. I don't think Showing so. Off the they outside. play soccer, for sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's a sports angle. And they go so, swimming. Yeah, we'll start with uh, basketball movies, but we'll eventually work our way to Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, but today, our first movie, it is White Man Can't Jump, released in 1992. Directed, written by Ron Shelton, starring Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, Rosie Perez. Here is the IMDb synopsis, okay? Black and white basketball hustlers join forces to double their chances of winning money on the street courts and in a basketball tournament. Running time? About two hours, which shocked me a little bit. I had forgotten that it was a bit of a longer movie. Flew by, though. We'll get into it. It flew by at times, I thought. Rated R, also, I totally oh, yeah. had forgotten oh, about yeah. that. There's a lot of uh, so, well, sex scenes, uh, a lot of swearing in this. Again, I had forgotten about that part of this movie. Maybe because I've seen versions on TV mm. since, and it's probably, you know, obviously edited for TV. Yeah, Sally Kirby was uh, not letting me see this when it came out yeah. as an eight-year-old. Yeah, back Had in to go back. over to Clinton Perot's house. Ooh, <laughs> When Brad is away, the boys will play. <laughs> and then, uh, again, before we get to the questions, the Tomato Meter critic score, 76% for this movie. Audience score, 68%. So lower. Than the, than the critics thought. Uh, again, shocking. That is weird. But let's get into it. We will give our scores. We got our own unique scoring system 
later in the show. We'll save that to the end where we, uh, you know, put some thumbs on it or whatever you want to call it. But I guess my first question, did the movie hold up for you? Had everybody, had everybody seen the movie before? I, I guess I'm assuming that everybody I had. realize that I don't think I have seen it all the way through. Oh, I think so I've you... seen it on TV, like parts of it, because uh, I would have remembered the Jeopardy thing. Okay. And I was <laughs> totally thrown off by Which that. is actually a fairly big scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's a set piece. It's a big portion of the movie near the end. Okay. Yeah. So you don't think you had actually ever truly seen it before? Not all the way through, no. Okay. What did you think? First viewing. <laughs> <laughs> what did I wear? Jumping right to it. Well, uh, yeah. What did I think of it? I thought it was a really fun movie. The first half of it I really enjoyed. And then it completely unravels for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it could, like, completely. Because you were skeptical going into the, when we decided we were going to do White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. You were like, well, this like, movie yeah. stinks. Yeah, I we remember like, it stinking. I remember I obviously must have turned it off, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it was on TV or on demand or wherever I saw yeah. the, because I had definitely seen the beginning of it and I was enjoying it but then something turned me off and then I and then I gave up on it <laughs> <laughs> which I almost did again oh wow <laughs> what part were you did you almost say I mean, this the, ain't worth it I'm the point it of no return for me is when he he bets away his winnings from the tournament on the on the dunk <laughs> yeah the dunk uh, yeah, the well, whole I mean, he's got a gambling problem okay Billy sure Woody sure. Harrelson's character Shouldn't he know that he can't dunk, though? Like, he's been living in his body for his entire <laughs> life. But he can. Did you see him at the end? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> Another part that completely washed over me. That's the worst climax in a movie ever, right? I mean, certainly in a sports movie, probably in a movie ever. <laughs> well, Ooh. I don't know about that. I mean, it's tough for me to pull other ones off the top of my I head. Mean, I watched it again this morning just because I, I couldn't believe what I was watching yesterday. And literally, the all of the basketball footage in that climactic showdown between two who Char- two characters? Like, yeah. uh, who are they? Yeah. Uh, they're le- they're legends, yeah. The duck and the king? Which one was the duck? <laughs> I couldn't tell. Every single shot was in slow motion except yeah. for oh, yeah. except for one one sort of pump fake by Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to definitely get into the actual basketball yeah. playing in this movie, which is uh, interesting, to right. say the least. I mean, I can't speak to that, but I do know that it was the most sluggish, tedious climax of all time. So much so that I was so bored by the time, uh, what's it, Billy yeah. dunks the ball that I, I, I was like... I just forgot that, yeah. that that was the whole point of <laughs> yeah. it. And, it, and the, it just washed over me, and it was just bo- – I was bored out of my mind. And the score is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Is, the, 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 the soundtrack is actually pretty yeah, good yeah. up yes. until that point, yeah. and it's just like – just phoned in. Like, yeah, the it whole is. thing that part is just. Does feel it's like in. all hand percussion, right? Like it's like a very yeah. jazzy, mm-hmm. but like smooth jazz hand percussion for the slow mo. I totally agree. Like the basketball. The first scene, the first basketball scene is a classic. Yeah, like, it, that's the absolutely. best part for sure. The basketball gets worse and worse. The for scenes, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, to me, you could cut it off right after Jeopardy. That's right. per- that's perfect. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, but because even, that that last scene, I mean, the dunk is ridiculous. But like, okay, I mean, if you're gonna have a movie called White Men Can't right. Jump, and you have a character literally say White Men Can't Jump to another character, I guess you got to pay it off with a dunk at some point. But it's the worst basketball scene in the movie, for sure, because yeah. it's all slow-mo. And I, I just don't – things like that I didn't get. And also I didn't get, like, um, 
why there's just doo-wop singers at the beach? <laughs> well, that's harassing. <laughs> it's like are we watching a movie from the 1940s or a movie from the 1990s? Yeah, yeah the Venice Beach Boys. <laughs> this this acapella trio that we see at the beginning of the movie and then later at the end, like they bookmark the movie. Are they a real thing? They that, must be. They must be, right? I mean, they have a I mean, sign and everything, and they're actually yeah. fairly talented. Like, they were great. They, they must sound good. They totally. must be a real thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and like, just with that dunking thing, you know, yeah, Woody, Billy, he he obviously loses his money after they make all the money on the, you know, the bet that he has with, uh, with Sydney, with Wesley Snipes, and can't throw it down. Uh, but then, yeah, does have the... He does have the dunk mm-hmm. on the oop, but the it's oop. different, right? That's my favorite part. It's like, and you're look, you can speak to this. You're trying to dunk right now, Trey, trying to get back to the dunking game. Big time difference in trying to do it yourself, palm the ball and dunk it, and somebody throwing you an oop. You could see Woody having the problems when he was trying to dunk with just Wesley there. Ball kept slipping out of his hand. Totally. He was missing the dunk before he even got close to totally. the rim. Totally. They tell you a lot of times your first dunk is going to be off a lob or off a throw it to the floor. That way you just have to worry about dunking. Then when they're there at the last second, boop, yeah. throw it down. Maybe mm. they're right. And there's really only two references to dunking. We just mentioned both of them, right? To, to Woody Harrelson <laughs> yeah. being able to dunk. It's in the middle of a movie and then right at the end. Right. That's it. It's like one hour in and two hours in. So the <laughs> yeah. whole movie is based upon uh, – the name of the movie is based upon like two – disconnected scenes there's no tie-in to white men not being able to jump until like an hour in yeah no you're i not mean there's wrong. a white man not being able to play basketball because he's the token white guy who's dressed in, who's he's dressed a nerd he's got jd's <laughs> cargo shorts on he's got a double he great let's be honest <laughs> he's got the hat on that he keeps turning around and the hats everybody's wearing hats oh everybody is wearing hats and i can't except, stand actually, playing actually, basketball cool against somebody in hats <laughs> the right. cool guys are the wearing, cool guys hats. Are wearing right. hats versus the non-cool guys who don't have hats on like Wesley Snipes, okay. I, you know, I kind of warmed up to the, the cycling hat. It's kind of, cool. It's a good I, I do like a cycling hat. I he can't keeps his it. money in his hat. That's yeah. kind of cool. And his sock, yep. And his sock. <laughs> and his underwear. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> going down. for 1700 <laughs> Yeah. What he's had is okay. But the other guy, uh, it's it's Kadeem Hardison, right? The Dwayne Lane <laughs> yes. from yeah, a different world. Yeah, he's rocking world. The, the Jordan jersey at yeah, the beginning. Multiple, yeah, he's got multiple hats, which are Big huge, hats. Oh, yes. different hats. And that's his thing. I, guess. I, I think he was probably like, "I'll be, I'll do this movie if I can wear a hat," because that's his that's his thing. I would love to see Matt Austin in all of these hats. I know we have a great collection of Matt Austin wearing hats, but not a lot of these ones. So. Not a big flopper like yeah. that. Um, huge, they're huge hats. You yeah, can't play basketball. Big. They're like genie hats. I can't stand playing against someone in pickup ball that is wearing a hat. It is one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate it. I don't know what it is. I just hate it. But you're right. There are like three or four guys that in some same games have like most of them two on two or three on three and there's like that many hats be- like being worn. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so many. I like uh, that Billy though. Like you can tell when he when it's time for business because when he's just walking around in the streets his tie-dye hat is forward but when it's time to play turn it around backwards. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Can't get in the way of his jumper. Yeah. Do you think I was wondering about hats like especially with wesley snipes uh sydney's character um do they put a hat on him because it's then easier to sort of like cut to an actual basketball player because wesley snipes throws down at one point in this movie like he only dunks once that's my favorite part Mm. like he's not a big dunker either um he dunks once it's very difficult to tell if it is wesley snipes i mean he's an athletic looking guy i know he's quite small maybe it's it's obviously i'm sure a lowered rim but was that a maybe that's a cutaway? Like I don't, I couldn't really tell. Yeah, that's and a so great like putting point. my point is putting a hat on a stunt double, like mm. a, on, a, on an actual on an actual player, 
would make it easier for right. the for the viewer. Right. I don't know. Mm. I wonder if that came into play at all, or maybe Leslie Snipes was like, "I'm wearing a cycling. I'm wearing my hat. It's the <laughs> '90s, baby, and this is cool. And then I'm going to jump on my bike and get out of here." It's also easier to discern him from basketball, uh, Sydney, and business. Yes, Sydney, right? yes, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. That's fair. Because he's always he's like got the silk shirt on, right? When he's business Sydney, yeah. um, he. I wish Lee was here because I realized watching the movie that Sydney Dean is dressed like Lee was the other night with those that dainty singlet. Oh yeah, top. he likes a, a muscle tank. <laughs> but he was wearing two of them. Well, yeah, for oh. extra coverage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> one for each nip. That little piece of string covering. I mean, the fashion is incredible in this movie. Yeah, and he's wearing those tights under his shorts, the striped ones at oh, times. Yeah. Those were huge in the 90s. There, oh. there is an older man at one point in this movie just wearing straight-up yeah. spandex. Yeah. Purple spandex. Yeah. <laughs> I used to wear almost that exact outfit to school. Like, to school. <laughs> As, like, wow. a 10-year-old, I had a pair of uh, purple Nike bike shorts. Very short. We're talking several inches of knees showing. And then just, like, a gigantic Nike shirt. And I guess that was a look, like just bike shorts. I can't believe it. Uh, but yeah, that old guy you're talking about, it's almost like he has on the bike shorts with a cutoff sweatshirt. Yeah. Like what in the world kind of look is that? There's a 50-year-old man out here playing in half a sweatshirt. And like they're <laughs> in LA, like it's beautiful, it's warm. They're always gushing with sweat. Yeah. Yeah, you're wearing generally sweaters and like the, so much clothing. It's or or they're one extreme or the other. They're wearing no clothing at all, or they're wearing way too much clothing. Did you think the movie held up though in watching it? Was this the first time you'd seen it, Tass, in like I don't know, twenty years or something? Um, I would. I have consumed it like JD in mm. in recent years. It's on TV. There's a scene, and then I'm out, and that's an enjoyable way to watch it because because <sighs> it feels like there's like eight different parts of the movie yeah, that don't yeah. really tie in together like here's the story here's the story here's the and uh i think you gotta remember that this movie is like 30 years old and <laughs> it's a long time ago so if you're being a little lenient yeah it held up in a, as yeah. a basketball movie since yeah i I, I look i'll admit i laughed a couple of times i mean the the back and forth banter especially early in the movie oh, man, yeah. is yeah. pretty funny um, so that that's great. You're laughing at obviously the fashion choices and, and the basketball again. We'll get to that. But then, like generally for a two-hour movie, I thought it I thought it went pretty quickly. I remember pausing it once and going, "Oh my god!" I remember going, "Wow, there's an hour left to this movie." But I wasn't like, "Oh, that was a brutal first hour." I was like, "How is there another hour?" And then you learn, well, we get a big Jeopardy scene. Yeah. Then we get the whole stuff after that. And yeah, there was a couple of slow. times for me. I. I I paused it when I realized that Gloria was studying to be on Jeopardy because I didn't realize you didn't that. know. Oh. There is a throwaway line that I realized earlier, around 20 minutes in. Yeah, me neither. I'm but totally then, with you. But then, like 50 minutes in, I realized, oh, she's studying for Jeopardy, Jeopardy. because she's like, who studies the world almanac? Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. What yeah. class is that? Uh, so that's food. when I pa- paused it, and then after the tournament, I was like, what's is it? How, there's more like what what's yeah they they, they won the five thousand bucks so what's going on here? like where, where what do we, what's left but then are, are foods with the letter q in the world almanac like because that's what she ended up studying and ended up crushing on jeopardy right foods with the letter q i had once upon a time a jeopardy study book and it would have like sections of just yeah. like factoids listed sure like along the lines of you know like potent potables was one that i yeah. remember reading about all the time that and so i would imagine maybe they got a letter q kind of thing oh okay if it's a jeopardy book then sure well i mean no you're I right she's was looking like she was looking at everything i think <laughs> but the things that we're supposed to there. think um I love how she 
I mean, the concept of how she even got on to Jeopardy is so funny. Oh, my God. So, like, Billy, yeah, blows all the money after winning it because he can't dunk, and, and Sydney takes it. And then what we eventually get to this, like, hey, I know a guy that works on the lot of Jeopardy. I mean, you've played against him. You know him. Maybe he'll do us a favor. I forget that guy's name. Robert. Robert. <laughs> they go to him, and then he's like, yeah, have you hit this shot? You hit right. this hook shot from, like, 55 feet or something? And then, 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 then we'll get her not only on the lot, but I guess that's enough to immediately get her on Jeopardy. That's all you got to do is get on the lot. <laughs> she's charming, though. I mean, if you got her talking and she's just yeah. rattling off these facts and she's like, I can name seven foods, foods that start with Q. Why sure. wouldn't you put her yeah, on? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not a Jeopardy, like, you know, expert or anything, but I don't think it's uh, just just show up this day. We're filming Jeopardy right. and uh, we'll pick a couple of you smart looking people. <laughs> like you got to go through a process, but Hey, yeah, she uh, snuck her way in there and then she obviously killed it. I love the guy who had won several in a row that she was going up against was a rocket scientist. <laughs> right. yeah. A rocket scientist whose first pick off the board is sports. I don't know why that killed me. I'm it's like, sports. I'm sorry, that guy's um. probably not leading with sports. And then she goes, uh, you know, she guesses Babe Ruth for the Wilt Chamberlain answer. For a basketball question, and she, her boyfriend is a basketball nut, apparently. So that's yeah, they should have been a little talking that one through. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was thinking though when they listed the categories because the Jeopardy scene is it's long. long, like it's long enough for me to be playing along. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I thought, man, if Trey Kirby ever went on Jeopardy. I thought like three or four of these were like right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> Listen to the categories. Medicine. You know quite a bit about medicine. <laughs> yeah, taken some. Taken some in school. Superstition. Okay, that's just a, a random one. I feel like you'd be all right at that. Natural disasters. Okay, that, again, pretty generic. <laughs> Books of the Bible. Yeah, I'm right, right? there. I'm right I feel there. like you do really well in that. Sports, First and second obviously. Corinthians. Yeah, you know a ton about sports. And then foods that start with the letter Q. I think you would have done quite well. I think you would have beaten Gloria. Well, thank you. Episode. I don't know. She was quick with the buzzer. That's what seemed to be really yeah. tripping up that rocket scientist. She was buzzing in before Alex was even done with the question, yeah. which I don't think is allowed. Not actually allowed. Actually, on Jeopardy. Not allowed. No, no. <laughs> no. But, you know, was you it? show up to the lot. You're like, I got a quick trigger finger. They're like, all right, we got to see what you got. It might have been allowed at the time. Yeah, that's the thing. This is, this is the 90s here. It's 92. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know en enough about Jeopardy. <laughs> so. Back then, were the other contestants marveling at the other person's answers? Because <laughs> yeah. they were just hamming it up. Like, wow. Got to give it to her. Where did she come from? The parking lot? So what do you oh. think the question or the answer she was giving for what is Australia? Oh, like, yeah. what did they ask? Uh, where is Lee Ellis from? <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcaster is uh, from here. The 1987 All-Star Game is the most popular <laughs> basketball game in this, this country. country. <laughs> That's the $500 question. <laughs> so it sounds like, for some of you at least, that you had totally forgotten about this Jeopardy scene. Because right. that was another question. Like, was there something you forgot about this movie? Yeah. So Jeopardy for you. Is there anything else, Trey, that you were like, oh, yeah, that that happened or this guy was a character i thought that the jeopardy scene was the last scene i don't i ah. just i really i don't know I've, I've seen the first scene so many times i've watched it enough times that i know that the jeopardy scene is there it just feels like such a natural end part to me like oh man billy's grown up he learns he's not going to be able to keep gloria around and she fulfills her dream of becoming an incredible jeopardy player play him off but no there's a whole <laughs> whole lot more after that there's a whole lot more and it's a uh, not a happy ending no. Really? Yeah. I mean, Billy does not get, like, 
does not keep his girlfriend and obviously has the friendship now with Sydney. He's got that part. But well, he's a terrible it. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah Billy's absolutely. a terrible boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, so it, she made the right choice. Yeah, him. yeah. I I was sort of looking at Gloria like I look at all the co- contestants on The Bachelor, which is you're rooting for them to lose. Like, right. Just you're way better off without <laughs> any of this stuff. So just walk away, and she did. So in that sense, it's a happy ending. Yeah. No. And uh, and then I guess Billy's just going to be working for Sydney. Is like that. He's just going to get a job. Like, I guess they're going to keep hooping and hustling, but Sydney's also got the construction. Lay some tile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're just going to teach him a skill, like a trade? I mean, that's nice. <laughs> Isn't it nice? I mean... No, that part's nice. Seems nice. That's yeah. the real relationship in the in the movie. To me, I feel, I feel like they were leaving it open for a sequel. Like, that's what it felt like to me. Ooh. Well, yeah, I mean, and over the last couple of years, I mean, if you've been following this at all, there have been rumors reports that there is a sequel in the mix yeah. like blake griffin was going to be i remember heavily well is that a remake or a sequel ah uh, great point great point um okay i will say in doing some research about this in terms of the sequel that probably never happened because the director shelton he actually sued fox oh there was uh he won 10 million dollars i think huh. Uh, so there was some. But then he bet it all to his buddy. <laughs> be able to dunk. <laughs> it's funny you say that too. I also read a story with this movie. He was asking for, um, or they were saying, "You're behind schedule here. You're, you know, we got to get this back on track." And he, because I guess Shelton was a decent. He's basically the Woody Harrelson character by the sounds of it. Yeah. White guy, half decent at basketball, can hold his own. He apparently, I don't know if this is true. He played like a, a Fox exec one on one to either if he lost that he would have to like cut a day and a half of shooting or but if he won then he got to keep it <laughs> That's awesome. and he wow. beat him yeah uh there's all these funny like little stories that have come <laughs> out of this especially this is another good one just while we're on it the scene where um you know wesley snipes and woody harrelson the whole betting white man can't jump scene where he's going to put it all on the line mm-hmm. and loses it i guess when they were shooting it they would between takes they'd go back to the their trailers or stuff and Woody got like the rest of the crew in on it that he was gonna bet Snipes like, hey, lower the rim a little bit every time, put some stickum on my hand, and I'll bet Snipes that like I have I actually can dunk. So like I don't know how many <laughs> takes they were doing of this scene. It's not wow. that crazy of a scene. You'd think they wouldn't take that long, but uh, that that he uh, you know he bets them and like with the help of them lowering it a little yeah. bit every bit of the time and the ball sticking to his hand, he apparently dunked it eventually and, wow. and took Snipes' money. <laughs> yeah, Behind yeah. the scenes sounds way more interesting than the actual movie. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's pro- probably the case in a, with a lot of movies, JD. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. It was uh, it was sort of oddly, in a refreshing way, a depressing ending because it's not like oh Billy gets it all in the end. He's yeah. still got Gloria and. And uh, he can still hoop, and he's now got another job. <laughs> like it just—it's not. It's sort of sad in a, a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's a good choice by yeah, director Roger Shelton. That. Yeah. I thought that was refreshing. Because I would have assumed that would have been a happy ending. Yeah. I had I, forgotten about the ending. Yep. Mm. Wasn't very memorable, as you said. No. JD. I mean, it, yeah. The ending, ending is like they have their little powwow. Hey, I'll help you out. And then they just start joking and and. Basically, uh, you suck. No, you suck. Let's hoop again. Yeah. As they, uh, my favorite thing in any basketball movie is when two guys that are upset with each other just chuck the ball back and forth at each other. It's a great way to show. They you're do angry. it like two or three times in this movie. <laughs> different people do, and I just love the hand-eye coordination. Who can? Who's gonna drop it first? <laughs> They're just whipping who's at each other. Drop like, it yeah. first. Okay. Exciting. Here's a wild couple of uh, things that hit me watching it. One, Billy, Woody Harrelson's character, he's like sort of like Marty McFly couple reasons why one the hat is very marty mcfly like 
Two, the idea of like it, with Marty McFly, you called him a chicken. He's like, no, 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 no. That's not how it's going to go down. Like mm-hmm. you could get under his skin and rile him up that he's got to then prove his point. I think the same can be said sort sure. of with yep. uh, with Billy. Uh, I had a third reason and I've totally forgotten it, but those are the main reasons why. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, could the third reason? No, I can't remember, mm. and I definitely didn't write it down. Ooh, they both wear Nikes. I guess they both had gambling problems in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, and eventually uh, Marty gets that. Uh, he gets a jacket eventually, right? That like seat that like uh, like sizes to himself. Yeah. Like, he presses right. a button that sizes himself, and uh, that's the weird thing also about Billy is that he's always wearing the clothes that he's going to play basketball in. He yeah. usually has on a leather jacket, kind of Marty McFly-ish, but he's also carrying a gigantic duffel bag yeah. at any time. What's in the bag? Yeah, he, he needs to Because be- he's, par- he's wearing his basketball shoes, shorts, socks. He's got his hat on forward. When it's game time, it's backwards. But he's still got a bag the size of, like, Matt Austin rolling up to an airport. Yeah, he's scumbag Steve. Honestly, he needs to be reminded like twice in this movie to shower yeah. after playing basketball. <laughs> Is he trying to give off a hobo vibe? Like, I got my uh, life in my bag. I'm coming off part the, of the train. Bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe so. It's all part of the hustle. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and they are living sort of like place to place, too, because they're on the run. Yeah, oh, it's man, always we gotta... on the move, always on the run. <laughs> yeah, very mobile. <laughs> like... uh, the Sneaky Brothers. Yeah, we got to talk about that. I mean, those That's the guys. worst storyline of the whole movie for me. The, the... Stooky Brothers. What, <laughs> <laughs> chasing him down to, for him to pay off his debt? Oh, yeah. my God, it's hilarious. But, yes, it is definitely the worst thing. Uh, but it's just, I mean, I guess he needs a reason to always be playing for money. Um, and to always be trying to have more money because they got to get what, like seven thousand yeah, dollars like to pay grand. these guys. Yeah, seven or eight but grand. He never gets that much money. I mean, for sure, he I never know. gets that much Math money. Math is a like real problem. Twenty five hundred yeah. at one point, uh, and then they just take a picture of him looking like he's dead so that they can scare people. Yeah, uh, that part very was weird. So random. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess it, I guess it just comes down to we need a reason for this guy to be traveling all over the place playing for money. Uh, <laughs> so one time he tried not to fix a game or tried to fix a game and had thought better of it. I guess that's just like a leftover of boxing movies too. Yeah, this is similar to a boxing movie, yeah. maybe. I right, don't know. right. I had totally forgotten about that part. Like why? Like what he did to get himself in trouble. He was playing in a game in Louisiana, like it's like a real game, like yep. what semi pro or something. Was he in college or something? He at one point he, he says say he, he played in... college ball in Louisiana. Yeah, um, and, and he they says that somebody in the second half said, "You can't score." He's like, "Yes, I can score." So then they had to start scoring baskets. See, Marty McFly like he McFly yeah. That's he the definitely chicken McFly'd version, him. right? But they had had it in the plans to fix the game. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. And then he got riled up. Couldn't help like, himself. He couldn't help himself. That's right. I love those dudes when. Uh, He's, they're showing him the pictures of everybody who they've quote unquote killed, and and they don't say look at these, look at the look. This could happen to you. They go look at the Polaroids, look at the Polaroids, <laughs> because they're all Polaroids. <laughs> I wonder if Polaroids a sponsor. Yeah, actually, what would they do now? You'd have to like look at my phone, look at it, scroll through these. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten, and Nora really brought it up, or I guess she was like, "Wow, what is going on in this movie?" Very early on. This movie has so much yelling in it. Everybody oh, yeah. is yelling in this movie. Billy is yelling at Sydney. Sydney is yelling at Billy. Billy and Sydney are yelling at other teams. Those teams are yelling at each other. Gloria is yelling at Billy. It is a lot. It's you could the alternative title for this movie is just yelling in basketball. <laughs> all like, men like can yell. Like love basketball, all men can yell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> White and black men and women can yell. Um, yeah. It's. It's a lot. The only movie with more yelling is probably The Goonies, which is <laughs> all yelling from beginning to end. But yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh, 
I guess yeah, I was just caught up in the uh, trash talk, and Nora's like, "Why are they always yelling?" <laughs> I'm like, you know, they're being macho out there on the on being the macho, <laughs> saying big butt all the time, yeah. <laughs> chump all the time, bucket head, yeah. just these macho insults. Your mama jokes. <laughs> Get your big butt down in the post. <laughs> Let, let's what talk about. Thing. I do like the unmacho scene of uh, the guy who pretends to go rob the convenience store, mm. and the and the convenience Raymond. store owner yeah. Raymond is like, the convenience store is like. Owner is like Raymond. Take off your yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that was a good little scene. scene. That's a that's Marquise Johnson, Mm -hmm. right? Raymond, (laughs) so former NBA player. Um, He's pretty good. Really, I I thought he was very very solid. Yeah, he was um, a star um, player at UCLA and then had a pretty good NBA career too. His numbers probably retired, right? Marquise Johnson retired with the box. Yeah, Yeah, he's always making his uh, appearances and say what. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's always he's he, a funny guy. He is great. Uh, there's a couple other two. Freeman Williams, he plays Duck. Yeah. Uh, he had an NBA career. He played for the Clippers, Jazz, Bullets. He played for a while. I read somewhere that Gary Payton makes an uncredited appearance mm-hmm. as an un- unidentified streetballer in this. I didn't see him. I don't remember seeing GP. Um, maybe he's just in the background. But uh, and then I I'll tell you one thing I had forgotten about this movie that Dwayne Martin from Above the Rim is in this movie. Oh yeah, he's a uh, what duck or yeah, whatever. He's, he's one, one of, of those the guys. guys. Yeah, I had totally forgotten that it was also him, that he was in. I love Above the Rim. I know he was in mm-hmm. that movie. I, I I'd totally forgotten he was in this movie as well. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten the the lines. I guess that just happens in movies, but it's pretty. It's so pretty. Today. I had mm-hmm. totally forgotten yeah. that. The, and, and we go on Sizzla. Yeah. We go on Sizzla. Oh yeah, from that's this a good movie. one. Yep. I just totally forgotten. Yeah, like lines you've sort of heard once or twice over the years yeah Yeah. but you're like oh that's where it came from yeah um okay let's talk about the basketball scenes is the basketball believable at all to you guys no even when you guys like trey you said the first scene is the best basketball scene i guess but it ends on because every scene is two on two and well no they, they play three on three at one point don't they aren't they playing three on three I think it's two. Is on it two always two on two? Part, yeah. Uh, I thought. Or I thought early on there was a three on three. Okay. Anyway. And sorry. the first scene ends with one. I guess it's a Woody pick or a, a Wesley Snipes, but it's a pick that takes out both guys. Yeah. Like every time. Yeah. A, a single. First of all, do you ever use picks in two on two? <laughs> There's a lot of screen. That's all they do. There's so and many several screen and backdoor cuts. Guys yes. falling down. Yes. That's all they do in this movie. <laughs> well, and the craziest layups ever. Yeah, oh, like yeah. they are bringing Needlessly. the jelly thirty years before jelly was even a thing. They, a lot of unnecessary spins no, uh, and like no look layups. Oh, yeah, and, the it's and it's just cuts. It's just cuts from you see stuff happening on the ground to a cut of the backboard, and you see the ball going up. Yeah, you just just smart editing. But uh, not great basketballing because you don't you don't see the guy shoot the ball. I mean, you see Woody shoot the you ball. You see Woody shoot. That's the s- thing. When Woody has the ball and he's like the one playing basketball, I feel like you're seeing a basketball player. And when you're watching Wesley Snipes do it, it looks like he's a dancer. Like it just looks like he's totally choreographed, doing his dance move, doing his spins, doing his cool little flips up to the hoop. Uh, it just it reads more like ballet to me, like watching a choreographed performance mm-hmm. than two guys just playing basketball with each other. Yeah, we mm-hmm. never. Do we ever see Wesley Snipes, Sidney Dean take a jump shot? Oh yeah, there's oh, a shooting oh, contest. Well, they have to be oh, in the in the actual games. Ooh, good question. I don't, uh, he might take a jumper here and there, oh, but he's getting to the know. rim. He's getting to the rim at all times. He is always getting to the rim. He plays yeah. pretty good defense. He's always like uh, and he passes the ball quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> he's got a flair for the dramatic, doesn't he? <laughs> Sidney Dean's basketball game is part Rondo, 
part Jeremy Lin and part Pascal Siakam. Oh, he does right? the Rondo fake a lot. He does the ball fake, the Rondo <laughs> fake all the time, and he refuses to take an easy layup half the time. <laughs> he always kicks it out. Jeremy Lin, I throw him in there because uh, he used to love to jump pass. Jeremy Lin, notorious <laughs> for jumping in the air and then passing. Sydney always has to jump before he passes, almost always. And then Siakam, because this guy loves the spin, man. Oh, oh my God, he loves the spin. He spins so many times in this movie. Needlessly. <laughs> totally so needlessly. Many. Behind the back, behind the back, behind the back. <laughs> throw it up, throw it up. Um, yeah, that's straight. I mean, you mentioned Sydney not taking jumpers, or yeah. you never see him taking jumpers. The game where he hustled Billy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's supposed to, you know, throw the game, obviously. You never see him not take shots. Like, you just, you don't see him suck in that game, really. I, I found that a strange edit. Like, he doesn't, you don't see him miss on purpose. You yeah. don't see him, you don't see him playing bad. And all of a sudden, the game's over. Oh, he he threw the game. Well, Billy does say, a he says once or twice, like, what are you doing? Why didn't you take that shot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. But we don't see it. Yeah, it's more like he's just not giving it his all. (laughs) He's just not 100% bought in is what it feels like, rather than he's out there, like, intentionally bricking away. He does seem to be, like, a good defensive player, too, and he's not giving it as much (laughs) on that He's not locked in defensively. I I guess, but Rosie Perez knew it right away as soon as Woody Woody told her. He didn't have his game. Oh, you got hustled. Yeah, I, I... I like that part of the movie. I like the hustling the hustler. That's the oh, best yeah. part of the oh, movie. Yeah. It's yeah. great. For me, I mean, like, that reveal, it actually legitimately surprised me. And I was like, wow, okay, this is cool. And they they, they go into the belly of the beast and confront him, right? Like, right. And then he, all the guys are there. One guy's cleaning his gun. <laughs> I mean, the, just, it just feels dangerous and, yeah. and, and, and a bit scary, right? And then it's like, yeah, we, we hustled you and... And that's where everything falls apart for me because the next thing that I want to happen is a massive hustle. Like, yeah. uh, the hustle to end all hustles. Like, let's go to the tournament. Like, the the whole time I'm watching the tournament and watching Woody go off, like, he's just randomly yelling at everybody, right, <laughs> including the guy he's playing with. Yeah. Say, so, okay, this is part of a hustle, yeah. right? Like, yeah. this, there's something, there, there's a play here. But no, he's just trying to make him his partner mad because he plays better when he's mad. And is that a thing? Was that established I mean, beforehand? Yeah, not I mean, really. I don't know. Yeah, you're so, right. So you were waiting for like a, a, an ultimate I was ultimate waiting hustle. for like a, like a Dirty Rotten Scoundrels style of <laughs> at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, guess what? Gloria was hustling you the whole time. Oh. Or, you know, like this whole thing is just flipped on, the, on, on its head. You know what I mean? Like a Kaiser Sose. Yeah kind of thing at the end of the movie. Okay, so how about got. how about this? Yeah. Sydney's wife and Gloria, mm. they're the actual ultimate two on two basketball team. They <laughs> win the tournament. Uh yeah, there's something there. We'll have to we'll have to start working on that script. Um it's uh yeah, I, I'm with you. I hear what you're saying. That I, that that part is weird when Woody's just going nuts, right. really, and, and you're like, okay, he's just trying to get under the skin of those guys. That sort of makes sense a little bit. Even though it's totally out of character, what from, from what before. he's been doing, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, that is weird. It's just strange. What's it's up? just that at the beginning of the movie, he's like this brilliant con man. Like he he plays the con perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. And he shoots. He he's obviously able to shoot the basketball. So, but he he cons uh, Sydney just out of his sixty-two bucks, and it's great. Like yeah. it's it's a pleasure to watch, right? And then. Snipes does the same thing back to him. Also, it's 
it's great if you go back and watch all of the pantomime that happened before Billy actually arrives. Yeah. It's not that believable, but who cares? Who He's cares? just getting into character, That's I right. guess, is what we're supposed to believe. Right. So these are two very smart con men going up against each other. So I wanted more of that. And then instead, all of a sudden, Billy is revealed to be kind of a dumb guy right after that moment. It's just like, oh, this guy's stupid like he's just stupid. He's very stupid he's just making a scene for no reason and then he bets away all of his money and he loses his girl it you know in spite of everything in spite of being this brilliant guy he's not brilliant so how did he pull off the con so that's why it, where it loses yeah it yeah yeah and i don't i don't know whether i loved or hated woody's oblivious like just the the smirk on his face that Glory wanted to slap off his face over and over. Like, he's this oblivious, like, I, I'm a dumb guy face. Like, yeah. <laughs> mouth Draymond Green half open all the time. And, you know, I hated it. I obviously hated it. Uh, but, you know, it's, I guess you're supposed to hate it. So I, I guess. I, I, yeah. yeah, I wanted to, you know, tear him limb from limb like Gloria. Um, but so you're not really rooting for him at times in the movie? Yeah, sure. Of Absolutely course. not for me. Yeah. It's just like you're yelling at the screen going, what are you doing? Man? Yeah, what, are you, what doing? are you doing? Okay, you have a gambling problem, fine. But you could you can show a gambling problem. Like, just go to the track, right? Like, <laughs> like that's more interesting to me. Like, it's like, I got 2,500 bucks. I'm going to the track. No, but that's out of your it. hands, JD. The, the ball is literally in his hands. when he's It was always out of his hands. Oh. Like, uh, you know, anyways. Okay, we got lots more to discuss about this movie, but first a word from our sponsors. We've all been through this conundrum. I got to drink more water. How am I going to do it? I'll set a reminder on my phone. I'll get a bigger water vessel and finish three of them a day. I'll do it. I will do it. I'll get an app that tracks my every sip. And we struggle because of that struggle. Did you know that 75% of us are walking around everyday life chronically dehydrated? Chronically. That's right. We are suffering from frequent headaches, energy slumps, and poor focus. It doesn't have to be this way. That's where Hydrant comes in. You ready to kickstart your day? Hydrant creates flavored electrolyte packets you mix directly into your water to make hydrating your body easy and delicious. Each rapid hydration mix has the four essential electrolytes your body needs. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc to help you hydrate quickly and stay hydrated all day long. Hydrant is backed by research. The formula was developed by Oxford scientists to provide perfectly balanced, efficient hydration. There's no synthetic colors or artificial sweeteners. The formula is vegan, and you can choose between three different flavors or a variety pack. Hydrant starts at just a buck a packet for a 30-day supply, and you can save even more with a monthly subscription. For 25% off your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com and enter promo code NODUNKS at checkout. That's drinkhydrant.com and enter promo code NODUNKS for 25% off your first order. Drinkhydrant.com and enter promo code NODUNKS. The Black Tux believes every groom deserves a better experience when it comes to finding formal wear, a suit, or tuxedo for their big day. Did you guys know that the Black Tux was actually started by two bros who had one of the worst tuxedo fittings you could imagine? Did you I, know that? I did. I love that they're bros, too. <laughs> Look, you want to have a good experience when you go in to get fitted for your tux before your wedding. Let me tell you all about mine. Not great. 
few regrets oh. on my suit that I picked out back in the day. If I were going back, I would go with a bow tie instead of a straight tie, but it's a sign of the times. Nonetheless, it turns out these two bros aren't alone in their frustration. Just listen to these one-star reviews from competitor tuck shops that shall not be named. Go elsewhere. This place is pretty terrible, unless you're dressing like your grandpa for Halloween. Boom. Gotcha. We felt weird buying a suit from somebody so unhappy. We were afraid his bad vibes might follow us to our wedding day, so we left. Got him. <laughs> what I love about the Black Tux is that they have an easy online ordering process that brings your suit or tuxedo straight to you. Just pick a style at theblacktux.com. I would go for a shawl collar and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. If online isn't your style, the Black Tux has showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. Skeets and JD, we did this once upon a time. What an exciting Saturday that was oh, that for was us amazing. three. It was amazing. Yeah, that guy was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was actually great. Nonetheless, from this showroom, they'll ship your order two weeks before your wedding so you can check it one last time. Talk about commitment. Whether you're buying your outfit or looking to rent, you won't find a formal wear experience or designs like the ones you'll find at the Black Tux. So if you want your wedding to be remembered for the right reasons, order your suit or tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy 10% off with code DUNKS. That's theblacktux.com, code DUNKS for 10% off your purchase. The Black Tux, formal wear for the moment. Any other funny little scenes that you guys enjoyed from this movie that stick out? Well, JD just mentioned when they go into the house there into... uh the Vista View Apartments, it's called, and then the the brains of the operation, Gloria and, and Rhonda Dean, they, they figure it all out. The men can't figure it yeah, out. Yeah, the, the women the dummies, are smart in this. The dummies. And so Rhonda Dean tells Gloria, all I care about is getting out of the Vista View Apartments because there ain't no Vista, there ain't no view, and there <laughs> certainly ain't no Vista <laughs> of like no it. view. It's yeah. good. She, That's she delivers it very well. Delivers it very I... Well. Love the size of the television they're watching the Pistons Lakers game on too. That one person can stand in front of it and completely block it. It is so small, but yeah, I guess yeah, it's the it's, the nineties. I know, I know. I, I just love that they're the one guy, like you said, has the gun. They want their money back, and then sporadically they're like, "You move!" I think James Worthy just scored a basket. Hey, that's the black guy. Hey, that's the black guy. As Wesley Snipes says after James Worthy scores, I do. Should um, Billy have known that he was getting conned by uh, Robert and Wesley Snipes, uh, Robert and Sydney? Because Robert, the guy who uh, eventually gets Gloria onto the set, like he plays exactly like Sydney. He's got the same fancy moves. Yep. He's got the same mm. unnecessary spins and behind the backs. And they're all there together to begin with. Shouldn't he have known? If you're a con man, shouldn't you yeah. have a little bit of a feeling mm. that you yeah. see that you're like, wow, these guys play identically? I wonder if they've ever played together. Here's a huge giveaway, too, if you're putting yourself in Billy's shoes that he should have picked up on, that he was getting hustled by uh, Sydney and the whole crew. When they're trying to get the money together, to what are they playing for? Mm-hmm. Um forget who I forget who which side of it is I think it's uh the the other team so not Sydney they they like they don't they can't even get to the money and he's like that's okay we'll play anyway right there's that no happens, way that happens twice yeah, in the movie yeah there's like where where Sydney's character hmm. goes no, no no I'm playing for for all of it I'm yeah. playing for, I want more money it doesn't make sense yeah and then so like suddenly Sydney's like okay that's cool you only have 1100 <laughs> of the 1700 we're going to play for we'll play for it that's a huge tell right. on Billy's part like he would never do that yeah so like what are you doing because he's basically it. It reads to me like, okay, we'll put seventeen hundred in. I don't care. You put eleven hundred in. 
obviously he's doing that because he's like, well, I'm going to throw the game. Right. And I'm going to get a kickback on whatever this money anyway. So it's like, I'm not losing money. Man. You've <laughs> Come on, Billy. Just lost sight of it, I guess. Uh, Stop stretching so much. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you, Jitty. You've, you've had to film Lee Ellis most recently uh, playing Kendall Gill, mm-hmm. shooting around yep. with Kendall Gill. You've yep. had to film plenty of basketball scenes. Sure. Uh, what did they do wrong? What, what would you have done in terms of just your, your director of photography hat? Well, it's hard to say because Lee can shoot the ball. I mean, so... I also love that you've been hanging around us so much that you now say shoot the basketball wow. instead of just saying shoot. It's just it's just a basketball term that's been yeah. entered into your brain. He can shoot the basketball, shoot the ball. <laughs> but he can. He can shoot. So, And it's a little different. I like the way they shot the first scene. Yeah. Because it's handheld. It's fast-paced. I mean, I can't tell if what... It looks cool to me, like, especially... Uh, watching Woody Harrelson play like he can actually seems to be able to dribble the ball right yeah. like and handle himself it's got a funky looking jump shot I will say mm-hmm. that it's got a real two hand sort of push but, but if it's the white guy narrative yep. yeah a weird shot right eh, sure um, but yeah and it's I love that part of it I, I hated the slow-mo yeah and obviously it sounds like Wesley Snipes can't really play basketball so yeah that's... you have your hands tied right like he's mm-hmm. an athletic guy but you just have to, you know, edit and I guess shoot everything in slow motion. Is it, uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's why what, the movie, that's what they went with. That's why the movie was two hours. Yeah, everything's in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Denzel Washington was supposed to be oh, Sidney Dean's character, and we and Denzel can hoop. Uh, Wasn't def- he in a bas- more, another Well, he got game. Oh, and he looks like an actual somewhat decent hooper for a you know for an actor, I think. Um, but yeah, I guess Wesley Snipes blew them away just with his like the charisma, like, oh, the, yeah. the trash, He's... and he is incredible oh in that God, role. Yeah. Like he is. I know there is a lot of yelling, but it's very funny. Yeah, I think that's the the best thing about this movie is the performances. They're yeah. all great, all believable. Yeah, you know, in the that movie universe anyway. Yeah, um, you were you were talking Tass. I just thought about this. It was in my random notes part here about like the elite like the picks right all the all the picks being set all the screens being set and how it just takes out everybody i so that's happening throughout the entire movie okay we get we get to the coalition of american corporations sponsoring the brotherhood tournament what the (laughs) hell that is okay i i this is the hardest i laughed in the movie the final game the game's going on there's a there's a pick set the, there's a dude in the crowd that stands up and yells, they're setting illegal picks! <laughs> dude, have you been watching the games being played in this entire picks. movie? That's all people do. They just, like, body check and grab, and, like, for some reason, now that we're in the final of the Brotherhood tournament, this guy's had enough. He can't stand it. He wants that... Come on, ref! He wants those calls. I guess there are refs now uh, in the tournament. Setting illegal picks. <laughs> that part <laughs> killed me. I wonder if that was an ad, like a, a note that came from somebody up above or somebody who said, <laughs> you know, this movie is full of... Illegal picks. You may want to maybe, I don't know, point it out or something. Yeah, I know. but That's why the picks thing is just weird in general because it's street ball. Yeah, you're right. So much picking. A lot of picking. Yeah, backdoor cutting. Just play D. D up. (laughs) (laughs) I love love some of the passes that we get, though. So many no look, just chuck it over my shoulder. 
throw it off the backboard at one point. Not a lot of fundamental play in this game. <laughs> Another yeah. line I wrote down, I don't remember exactly when it happened. It must have been during uh, the tournament. Somebody yells, I got some bean pie for you. Won't see $5,000, <laughs> might see 5,000 beans. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you invent that line? I know. <laughs> I know. I definitely thought of Trey when, when oh, wow. he said that. That's very might funny. see 5,000 beans. I couldn't actually get the disc part of, like, your mama is an astronaut, yeah. too. Like, the oh, whole astronaut thing. <laughs> She's out of this world? Like... So meaning I mm, or like you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, mean, I know. I, I was confused too. I was a little like, confused. Like, where is the dis part of that? Yeah, that's a very a accomplished <laughs> accomplished position. Yeah, Man, my mom is an astronaut. Yeah, she worked very hard for oh, that that's role. Cool. I, she was I, a groundbreaker. I guess she's a. Uh, what I mean, it's space, just a space case. Yeah, yeah. Space, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's an astronaut. <laughs> She's an astronaut. There was, there I had a book back in the day called Snaps, and it was just a book. Full of mama jokes, just a hundred percent insults, and there was a series of them. There was like seven of them. I don't Books. remember any of these. Cla- yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, just flipping through it. I mean, it's like it's weird to see the influence that a movie like this had. Like Mama Snap Books came out after this. Uh, cut off shirts like were an, an actual thing. Oh, yeah. You know, like we've seen Jimmy Butler do it kind of recently. Uh, like the bike shorts sticking out of your sweatpants was a thing. Things that I wish would come back. Um, all the soft colors they're wearing, like yep. the purple that they're wearing in the tournament is not like a vivid purple at all. Mm. It's like it's been washed a million times. Billy's playing in a pair of pink shorts. Yeah, I've only ever seen that guy Hunt show up wearing <laughs> pink shorts <laughs> when we play, but I would be cool with that. Also, guys wearing jerseys of NBA players for pickup basketball. Yeah. There's an MJ jersey. There's a Magic. Yep. There's a Jamal Wilkes at one point. You don't see that a lot these days. No. There was a guy in Toronto that used to show up uh, – like in an Arizona jersey, like a college jersey. But that's the last guy I can remember showing up regularly in a basketball no, tank top. you're right. Maybe mm. it's time to come back. You're mm. right. It's it's weird that we don't do more of it. And you... and also actual T-shirts. Like everything now is like, you know, like a dry fit or something like that. These are just heavy cotton oh, T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, man. The like skin all worn out around so the collars. Yeah. No, you're right. There was a part that drove me nuts, too, when uh, at one point it's Billy and Sydney. I forget which game it is, but they say, all right, to tens by one, you make it, you take it. Billy hits a shot, and they immediately give them the ball. What rules? What are we running here? What rules are we playing by? <laughs> and then it flips back to it appears to be if you, you make it, you take it. So you score, you keep the ball. I mean, that's fine. That part makes sense. You want to play the tens? That also makes sense. But I swear to God, like right away, Billy hits a shot. They score, and then they give, they're like, all right. They check it to them. They're like, all right, your turn. It's like, look, you just said make it or take it. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? I, I, I'm going to throw something at you that might blow your mind. For a second, I had seen this movie once or twice. I obviously saw it in the 90s, and I saw it, I'm sure, at some point later, probably on television. So it was edited without the sex scenes. Man, oh, man, Rosie Perez. Pretty steamy. I oh, know, yeah. very steamy. I'd, I'd forgotten about that. I think you know, that must be edited out of the, the television version. But anyway, I was like, at the start of this movie, I was like, whoa. Is this all a dream? The second or third scene of this movie, basically the first scene, he's Billy shows up yeah. in LA. He sees the Venice Beach Boys. He sees the acapella guys doing the. I'd uh, love to hear Tass do a little bass. And then he goes to the park. I guess it's supposed to be like six in the morning, seven in the morning. He puts the ball behind his head. Nap time. And, and falls asleep. And falls asleep. <laughs> I was wow. like, damn. Is wow. this just all a dream? 
It makes it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's like, why would everything look so magical when it's happening? Why would there be a doo-wop group at the beach? Well, that was before he fell asleep. That's a good but, point. Unfortunately, true. But you're right. Like the soft colors, uh, mm. you know, just the, just, the, just the, the weird surreal part where Gloria is on Jeopardy. Like that's a weird yeah. thing. Like I was like, damn. I mean, it might be. It's a great theory. Because he he legit falls asleep, and then like it's cut to like you know. I think it literally cuts to like the next basketball the next scene. shot yeah. is, the next, uh, is under a, ba- a rim yeah. and a ball's going in yeah. and then the game and it's like here we go and then he gets in there yeah. chump slash nerd gets in there it's a good theory I don't know just throwing it out there I'm not sure if the like first uh, I, I guess else? he spent a lot of uh, a lot of his time sleeping on courts or using a basketball <laughs> as a pillow as a homeless man I don't know yeah I guess I guess I found I mean, that part weird it's like sure. why are you there so early nobody's there. Because he's trying to find the court, yeah, like the the famous you know Venice court. I yeah. love that. Well, there's that one scene of the giant dude working out in the song. Tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny swimsuit. Guys, tiny. You guys have Muscle Beach or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. that? oh my god, he's got the tiniest thong, just <laughs> doing some curls. That's how we're working out this summer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> down in the pool. <laughs> that, that again, that speaks to you're either wearing no clothing in this movie or all the clothing mm-hmm. in the world. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so any any other scenes, lines, things you want to talk about before we get to... Uh, you can tell ones? that hip-hop music hadn't taken over America because in this movie they're arguing about listening to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, okay, J.D., do you hear or do you listen to Jimi Hendrix? Oh, I hear <laughs> Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> bam, bam. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was... It was weird. I do like but that. I guess it's, I do it's like 1992, that, uh, right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I like yeah, that. true. I mean, like, there were certainly rap artists out and some big rap records, but I guess they're probably just not comfortable having that be the the huge artist that everybody's talking about in this movie. Jimi Hendrix is somebody that's been around at that point for 20 years, right? 25 right. years, I suppose. Um, so <laughs> maybe a little easier for the white audiences to hear, I guess. Well, then we get, like, the... Uh, uh, that's an analogy is definitely not the right word here, but... Gloria brings up the fact that, yeah, Jimmy is a black guy. He's mm-hmm. the lead, but his whole band is white people. Yeah. Because he starts with the, the drummer is white, and then it's like, oh, his whole, yeah. his whole. And, you know, there's that togetherness. Yeah. They're making amazing music. We can do the same on the basketball court. I'm reaching here, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I do like that Billy is wearing later a Jimi Hendrix yeah. T-shirt. I'm like, okay. He's a real fan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's some fake Jimi Hendrix fan. I Didn't mean, get it at Spencer's <laughs> Gifts. He went to a show. It's right, it kind of speaks to that Ron Shelton is probably an old white guy when he yeah. wrote this. Yep. Uh, and the music is – the soundtrack is pretty good. There's some James Brown. There is some hip-hop, I think. Yeah, there's, Cy- no, there's Cypress Hill. I was pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised yeah, with no, that. Yeah, there's okay. some hip-hop. So there's A stuff to the motherfucking K, homeboy. That, that song when they're, uh, they're driving right before the dunk scene, the, yeah. first, the first dunk scene. Some real Cypress Hill in there. I was pleasant. Totally forgot about that. That must have been right when the album came out. To uh, you were talking to us about how Woody, his character Billy's like so like duh, like he's like really turns on the I don't know like he's mm-hmm. a dummy mm-hmm. uh, which he is and he's playing it up. To me, it's so it, it's very Woody from Cheers. Right. I mean, he really at that yeah. point is basically that character. That's his bit. And it's like <laughs> yeah, he is he's, he's mastered that. <laughs> he has literally mastered that character. Yeah. <laughs> he is like Draymond Green. His mouth is wide open when he's lying on the bed listening to. Gloria explained that she didn't actually want a glass of water when she said she was thirsty. I want you to sympathize with me. Understand. 
what's going on with yeah. me. Yeah. She wanted a glass of vodka. She's got a drinking problem. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really address it. Well, I think it was addressed <laughs> as soon as she walked out the door. It's like, oh, I don't have to drink anymore. I'm not uh, I'm not with a, a two-bit loser. Oh, you think <laughs> Oh, you think Billy is driving her to the bar? Oh, yeah. God, I'd drink too if I had to live with him. You know how they used to say, like, when we were in high school or college, when you're studying for things, like, hey, if you're going to smoke and study, then, hey, you should be high when you take the test or, right. you know, stuff like that. I was wondering, like, uh. was she drunk when she was on Jeopardy? Because oh. it seemed like she was always – she had a bottle of vodka beside her every right. time she was studying. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm incur- she probably should have been. I mean, hopefully she was. That's yeah. what they tell you to do. <laughs> yeah. Replicate your environment. That's right. She was loose and limber. Yeah, maybe. And, and she took him back pretty easily. Oh, my with God. That one line from a song, a very bad song, sung by Woody there in the dressing room. Oh, and yeah. The, the dressing yeah. room with two doors. One of them was locked. Oh, that was And the weird. other one was just open. Oh, don't worry. There's another door right there. <laughs> After everything. Like. Yeah. So that's, that's a song? Like, he wrote He wrote this song. song. Yeah. He wrote this song. And. And called back the thirsty line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. that just was that was enough. And so, were, did he do this all the time with Gloria? Like, just he did sort of mention could charm that her with he the, did at yeah. the end there. He was sort of saying, uh, "This is different. Usually, I just you know sing yeah. a song and she'll come back, or I'll write a song and she'll come back." Usually, I'll just write her a song. <laughs> just, <laughs> just writes it on the spot. Yeah. It's like it's not really. It's like. It's a bit of a stretch to even call it a song. <laughs> You're just sort of saying things, but he can play yeah, the guitar. Well, you don't know. There was maybe three verses and a bridge in there, yeah. and she just cut him off. Um, any Anything else before we uh, put our reviews down? How do you it? feel when uh, it's the uh, last point of the game, it's 9-8, yeah. and the guy with the ball says, point game instead of game point <laughs> that is weird and that, that is seems so, so point, weird point game point game yeah that's not what I we can't, say i don't think that'll catch on no ever yeah and that's weird too because like a lot of the stuff obviously did catch on um but people i've said game point my whole life i don't feel like i've ever heard anybody say point game but no. it's every single scene in this movie <laughs> it's so strange yeah that's Be- weird uh i do have one more question i just thought of because we sort of like we're dancing around the edges with it could a white man can't jump remake succeed or even you know what forget that a sequel 30 years later could we get billy and sydney back out there as the duck and the king or whatever like they're the Ooh, legends they're taking on the next and then generation there's like this next generation like could something could there be something there or would you be interested in, in watching it <laughs> me personally i'm not interested in watching that movie no, no no not a sequel i am vaguely interested to see a remake, okay, just to see how they would do it differently, and I would want them to make it a long con movie. I wanted to just just go all in on the con that happens around basketball. Okay. I, that's way more interesting to me. The first, like I said before, the first half of this movie is so fun and interesting, and yeah. I, and then just just keep that going through the whole thing. I'm just trying to think, like. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what the con would be together, putting uh, yeah. their con powers together. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the next it's 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 a con on a national level or a, a state level yeah. as opposed to a and and the and the whole thing of I con you you con me now we're conning together like that's interesting to me mm-hmm. but I'm never gonna see that movie am I 
<laughs> Probably not. And, and this whole thing with like Blake Griffin's name being thrown around. Who to would be, he to play? Be, I know, because he couldn't be Woody. Right. Like, oh yeah, we'll. Uh, oh, oh, heaven forbid, we gotta take the six eight uh, guy <laughs> yeah. over there. Like that wouldn't work at huh. all. Right. Who am I gonna take? Oh, that jacked guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like that's not gonna work at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just has to be like. Marquise Johnson type. He's got to right. be like just like an awesome guy at the court and mm. that, that the, the hustler then could take him down. I don't know. I don't know what uh, what they're thinking with that one. Pat Connaughton did a white man can't jump dunk this year yeah. at the dunk contest. So could they remake it instantly? They could. Yeah, they could. <laughs> and look, like in 92, it was cool. Like just the poster alone, I remember, was cool to me as a kid. Like this looks awesome. And then yeah. you see the clips, you see the trailer. I made sure to watch the trailer before I watched this uh, on the weekend. And it's like this is just cool. Like it's, I don't. It's at the time especially, it was like awesome. And especially like the streetball culture and all that, like kicking off. Sure. And obviously the fashion, heavy, uh, you know, heavy dose of that. So yeah, they could, they could, I think, do it again. It'd be a lot different. It'd have to be more of like. Uh, It'd be a higher stakes, right? Like the tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. I, it, I don't think it'd work. Oh, maybe it would. Just, just street ball. I don't know. Yeah. I could, would they make just a movie about street ball? I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't seem realistic quite to me. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard to imagine this movie existing in 2020, <laughs> yeah. like coming out now. But you can just see the influence it had back in the day. Like the second Mighty Ducks movie had a street hockey scene. <laughs> Basically because this street basketball movie existed, they're like, oh, we got to do something like that. Yeah. You know how all the teens in South Central L.A. are always playing roller hockey <laughs> together down, <laughs> down, at the, uh, down at the courts? Maybe we, need a, maybe we can get a prequel to White Man Can't Jump because here, here's something we could uh, explore. Gloria, uh, Rosie Perez, when she goes on Jeopardy, it says she was she's introduced as a former disco queen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just like out of nowhere retired <laughs> it's like let's get that story yeah maybe then how she falls in love with billy there's a bunch of random stuff <laughs> like when woody gets to the the first court and he sees the doo-wop guys he gives them a dollar <laughs> yeah. and they're like a dollar and he goes well he doesn't he doesn't really say anything they're like okay let's give him a dollar's worth he's like yeah i love this stuff my daddy was a preacher what? Yeah. <laughs> they, they sing doo-wop in your church? I mean, I don't really get it. Yeah, and then they, uh, Sidney, at the end of the movie, he, he, he gives, gives him, like, a 20. a 20. Yeah. yeah. And even Billy goes, like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. And then I love he's like, gotta take, somebody's got to take care of the brothers or something like that. And then he gets up on something yeah. and says that, and you're like, all right. They really bookend these guys, the uh, Venice Beach Boys, into yeah. this. They're the true stars of the movie. They yeah. really are. <laughs> I wonder if they got game. <laughs> now there's a sequel. <laughs> the Venice Beach Boys, have they had a long career? Or what's going on with the Venice Beach I d- Boys? I don't know. They must be a real... I don't think like, so. Oh, that's what they were do called. Do you think that's, that's made yeah. up, too? That's amazing to me. Wow. I felt so real to me. Because I did also read Shelton, and it goes back to what you guys were saying, like trying to sort of pigeonhole in the whole Ken the White Guy dunk. He apparently came up with the name of the movie before then writing the movie. Mm. Yeah. White man can't jump. Comes up with it, and he's like, yeah, maybe there's something there. And then writes the movie. Sure. Sounds like a very the starter thing to do. <laughs> Come up with the segment? Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> it's not, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, yeah, I think Trey's right. Well, well, okay, so it looks to me like all of the, all of the Venice Beach Boys were singers as a career. 
uh, outside mm, of the movie, mm. but they brought them all together <laughs> and then called <laughs> to them bookend the movie. Yeah. Okay. That's what it looks like. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not angry with that. I'm That's not angry fine. with that at all. Yeah, you know, uh, Bill Henderson, Sonny Craver, and John Hendricks. Uh, I just want to know who's the <laughs> bass guy playing, like, the bass yeah, great question. With, with his mouth. <laughs> they, they, with his mouth. They sound very nice, though. I do like those guys. Uh, okay, let's, um, let's, let's grade it. Let's review it. And we've got an open-ended system. You can go. You you can uh, you can grade it out of five, ten, thirteen, whatever you want, and you can whatever your particular. We don't have to do thumbs. We don't have to do stars. You can get creative here. Uh, who wants to go first? What do you What do you want to give this? Go JD, ahead. Go JD, ahead. go ahead. All right. Well, uh, uh, over the weekend, or I guess we on the drop our last podcast. Uh, no. When did we do our bobbleheads? We talked about what that was. A, that was a that drop. was Friday's drop. Yeah, it was a drop. So yeah. uh, we described our bobbleheads, and of course, uh, Stefan Vasilev, one of our uh, our beloved listeners, uh, he is a designer, and he he created the bobbleheads, yeah. and they're great. Yeah. They're great, and I love mine. Even though he forgot the roller skates, but then he added the roller skates. So. Uh, my rating scale is five JD bobbleheads. That's okay. the best. Okay. One is the worst. I'm giving this two JD bobbleheads. Oh, ow, wow. Just, Ouch. Just, I, just two. So you didn't really like the movie. I didn't really like it, to be honest. The, I, like I said, uh, many times I liked the first half of the movie. Yeah. I, I lost it. Uh, it. It just went completely off the rails for me. Okay. I like the theme. There was one theme that I really liked, which is everybody's a hustler, right? Yep. So we've got the main characters, obviously, plus Gloria. Her hustle is to get on Jeopardy. Yep. And just to and then to become an actor, and and that's her hustle, right? Then the dudes who are chasing him, the, the, mob, guys, the, yeah. the mob guys. Turns out they're just yeah, just two bit hustlers as well, and they're like they're they're playing a con game with these supposed dead bodies you know <laughs> polaroids mm-hmm. uh so i like that and I, like i said a number of times i like the con the con aspect yeah. of it so i would like to see more of that but it just wasn't that entertaining and the climax you lose a bobblehead just for that that <laughs> that scene is garbage so two out of five jd bobbleheads for white men can't jump <laughs> trey I'm going to give this five foods that start with Q out of seven. Okay. Seven. Do you have the foods? Uh, I think they only mentioned four foods that start with Q in this. Uh, quiche is... Quiche. quiche said... Quail. 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 Yeah, for sure. Uh, the fruit. Okay. Oh, right. A quahog or whatever she said. Never heard of that one before. Yeah. The fruit... Uh, it almost sounds like a quiche. Quince? Quince. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah, yeah. But they don't mention other ones. Yeah. All right. What couple o- more. Yeah, what other? Quesadilla. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a surprise cue. <laughs> that's a surprise cue. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, quinoa. Quinoa, good yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great one. Um, similar to a quesadilla, queso. Do you count that? I do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And then sure. this is this one is even more of a stretch, I would okay. say. Quarter pounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a stretch, but I like it. Okay, so five out of seven. So you you liked it. I like it. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to judge it without the nostalgia factor factoring in. And I'm like, man, uh, 
I'm gonna start wearing bike shorts this summer. Like for, <laughs> like for sure, I'm playing basketball in a cutoff t-shirt this summer and a pair of Patagonia baggies. Like I'm gonna look ridiculous. Uh, but I think I like the movie. I like it in general. It's a little too long for me. I wish they would have cut it out after the end of the Jeopardy scene. But like the high parts are so good. Yeah. Like the first. 20 minutes of the movie, I'm like, I would rewatch that part over and over and over. Yeah. You know, come down, take a nap, and then the first hustle and the shooting contest, basically. I think that part is awesome. Um, for a basketball movie, it's really good. And for a just movie, good. Okay. I- I'll go next. Um, I would like to give this uh, two Venice Beach Boys out of three. <laughs> uh, I'll let you decide which two. Um I, I obviously like it. I think I'm going to echo all the things you guys are saying about it. I really, really loved the first hour, and it got worse as the movie went on, not only the basketball scenes, but the story, and it, it just got a little crazy. I am going to really lean into my concept that this is all a dream. I don't know if that makes it ten times worse it. or ten times better. Um, but uh, there was one part uh, where Gloria says, and I like this, she says, sometimes when you win, you really lose. And then she said a lot more after that. But mm-hmm. I like that part because it does work because Billy, I mean, he does win. They win the tournament, but he lost her right? because he made that decision to yeah. go into it. And I was like, okay, there's, I like that. I like that. And uh, shout out to Nora for that one. She really picked up on that quote coming back into play. So two out of three Venice Beach Boys for me. Tassie? I'm giving it four Woodies out of five Woodies. Okay. That's, a, that's a lot of woodies, but uh, sure this Are we talking about the actor here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or the bulge in Lee's you know, bobblehead. That's up for interpretation. Um, you know, nostalgia, it's too, it's, it plays a huge part. It definitely plays a huge part. I'm definitely, you know, uh, giving it a bit of a, a bit of leeway here because it's adjusted for inflation. The fact that it's 30 years old here. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's a very, very long time ago. Uh, and... Um, yeah, the messages, you know, Skeetsy touched on sometimes when you win, you lose. Sometimes when you lose, you tie. Gloria, very deep. <laughs> the other one, the other message is listen to the woman, something we could all do oh, a heck yeah. of a lot more of. Nora picked up on this. That's, that's, <laughs> you're you're it, right. Totally right. So messages are great. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's not a great through line, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Give me four woodies out of five woodies for 80, tonight's 80%. game. 80%. That's, that's high. That's high. I that's mean, a great. The gut says three, but. Uh, you know, as we get into more and more of these movies here, I'm sure we'll do a, at least a couple more basketball movies. Yeah. Who knows with this break, we may have to get deep into the basketball mm. uh, canon here. But uh, this is, this is going to be ranking towards the top. So, you know, it's graded on a bit of a curve is what I'm trying to say Yeah, and in, I, in the basketball world of movies. Yeah, that's fair. And I would add to it, it feels like to me, and it's not the case with some other basketball movies, and maybe we'll get to them. I only want to watch this movie once every 20 years, mm. and I'll enjoy it. Right. But I would not want to watch this movie, you know, like, next month. I'd be like, no, 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 too, too long. It's Agree. Like, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't need to do that. You know, once, uh, <laughs> once every couple of decades, <laughs> perfect, because I, I was enjoying it. I had forgotten a lot of things. Oh, yeah, I forgot that little twist, picked up on some things. I probably didn't when I was, you know, 12 or 13 years old watching it. So, yeah, that – uh not a bad, not bad scores overall. And you said, Tass, like we're gonna do some other basketball movies. That's the real question. Next with film session, what's gonna right. be the next movie? If you have a suggestion, holler at us. I think the easiest way is to tweet at us at No Dunks Inc. Um, 
for the next basketball movie. Do you have one in mind that you'd like to tackle? Let's get Ta- away from the white men. Let's uh, <laughs> Hoosiers was on top one of mine on top of my uh, list, but too many, too much whiteness. Yeah, I, I, mm. I also ugh, I'm not a fan of Hoosiers, but you know. maybe that will make for a good podcast. Uh, you got to be in the right mood. Okay, is there something else? I mean, throw let's throw some out there so people can. Maybe we should maybe put a poll up, pick four, and sure. eventually get a poll up on our Twitter account. What basketball movie you want us to see? Or us for to, to break down next. I mean, love is basketball will always be there. Yep. I did watch Semi Pro over the weekend. Oof. <laughs> wow! Wow! He just decided to watch it. Just well, watch it's it. on it's on Netflix, yeah. and uh, we were looking for something to watch. And uh, <laughs> okay, well, yeah. we're not. You liked White Man Can't Jump better? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, okay. it's too close to call. Okay, Love and Basketball, Semi Pro. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's always Hoosiers. I mean, there's there is Above the Rim. There's uh, Sunset Park. Oh, Sunset Ooh, Park. What time is it? One. Should we go current? Thunderstruck. No, no, not Thunderstruck. <laughs> uh, whatever Ben Affleck's movie is called. Yeah, oh, right, right. Yeah, well, right. we can't go to no, the theater. No, we can't go to the nope. theater. Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah, we got to watch this at home, self-quarantine. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll get a poll up. Um, but again, if you have suggestions, if there's one you really want us to hear us break down, let us know. As I said, off the top of this podcast, we will be beach-stepping later this week. So email us, nodunksattheathletic.com. We're also going to be working on a new episode of Squad to drop later this week. We'll have some fun with that one. We do have plans to finally start a No Dunks slash Survivor podcast. Now is the time to get in. (laughs) That's the plan. We're throwing it around right now later this week that we'll be doing our first ever Survivor recap podcast. So if you want to watch Survivor with us and hear us talk about it, by all means. Watch the episode. It's the perfect time. It's it's the perfect time. Look, why wouldn't why wouldn't we do it? Yep. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it is, and throw it up. You want to listen to it? Download and listen to it. Tell your other Survivor friends. If you don't, hey, it's all good. It's all good. And we got many other ideas, many other podcast ideas we're going to try and try and keep you guys entertained here as uh, hopefully most of you are at your house and self-quarantining. So that's the plan, rough plan, uh, but the podcast in theory will keep coming. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember... Sometimes when you win, you really lose. And sometimes when you lose, you really win. And sometimes when you win or lose, you actually tie. And sometimes when you tie, you actually win or lose. Winning or losing is all one organic mechanism from which one extracts what one needs. Embrace the day, people. You could stay.